Welcome to this week's Energy Show. Now, what are the best solar panels? That's the question that we get all the time. Well, the first thing is you have to figure out how you define the word best. Now, the way I look at this is I look at the best solar panels in terms of what are the panels that have the highest efficiency, that are the most cost-effective, and the most reliable. So you got to kind of weigh those three factors. Now, the first thing is all solar panels generate the same electricity on a per watt basis. Your appliances can't tell the difference if you've got super premium panels made in the USA or the cheapest panels made somewhere in Asia. But there are clear-cut differences among these panels in the efficiency, the cost, the aesthetics, the installation costs, and now the availability. And we also have distinctions that are somewhat subjective, like what's the brand? How's the quality? Are these things going to really provide long-term energy output? Now, the thing about these subjective measures is they're not based on comparison data or objective studies or any kind of laboratory testing that's independent. They're manufacturer's claims, so you got to kind of be careful. So let's first dive into these three factors, the efficiency, the pricing, and the reliability. Okay, now, first thing is, as far as efficiency, panels are rated by the number of watts they produce in direct sunlight. This is called the standard test condition rating. So it's measured at 25 degrees C, and it assumes that sunlight is putting out power of 1,000 watts per square meter. So basically, you take the DC watts that come out of the solar panel when you put a, a special meter on them, divided by 1,000 watts, which is the input power that's hitting that one square, you know, that, that square meter of panels. Now, the thing is that all the panels are priced on a per-watt basis. So basically, the panels are a commodity, except for some of these other factors as far as reliability and the qualitative factors. So all the solar panels put out the same amount of energy per rated watt of power, regardless of the manufacturer, regardless of other claims. For example, let's say you had room in your house for 24 panels, and they were kind of low-efficiency panels. They only put out 250 watts per panel. That would compare identically to a system that had 20 panels, but the panels were 300 watts instead. 20 times 300, 6,000 watts. 24 times 250, 6,000 watts. Same exact number of watts of panels, but the lower efficiency panels, you require four more to get the same number of watts. Now, these 300 watt panels are simply a little bit more efficient, but they're much more expensive. Some examples kind of based on current numbers, and in, in, in the industry, we kind of price panels on a per watt basis. Those 300 watt panels would cost you $4,200 for a system, and this is kind of at the wholesale price, whereas the 250-watt panels would cost $3,000. So the installer, the, main, the, the company that's putting them in when they buy these things at wholesale, is going to have to pay $1,200 more for the higher efficiency panels. Now, on top of that, you have to add tax and freight and installation labor, and those things kind of add up. But the two systems are going to put out exactly the same number of kilowatt hours per year. I don't believe if anyone tells you differently that these solar panels put out more energy than those solar panels on a per watt basis, it's going to be the same. So the implication is if you have the roof space, lower efficiency, less expensive panels are always a better deal than the higher efficiency expensive panels, unless you have constrained space or unless you really want that special brand. But the rest of it, don't sweat it. It's not going to make a difference. It's like buying a car with a bigger engine. If you want to really go fast, you can spend money on your car to get that bigger engine, get the, the bigger supercharger, turbocharger engine. But if you just need to get from place to place, a smaller engine's okay. Same thing with solar panels. All right. 
Now, here are the companies that manufacture the most efficient panels, and I kind of look at those top efficiency panels. SunPower, Panasonic, LG, these companies are are really good. They have panels in the 20 to 22% efficiency range. SunPower is the first company that was really making these high-efficiency panels, but they use a special technology, and so it's more expensive on a per-watt basis. And keep in mind that although SunPower is a great company headquartered in San Jose, their products are made in the Philippines and Malaysia, although they're starting to get back into manufacturing in the U.S. Panasonic, another company, used to be called Sanyo. Panasonic bought the Sanyo brand. They also have special heterojunction cells. They're called HIT, and they're very similar to SunPower. They also put out pretty good efficiency level. Panasonic, obviously a bigger company than SunPower, been around a long time. These products are mostly made in Japan, although they've got a factory that's in Buffalo that they're cooperating with, with Tesla. Not exactly sure where that's going to go, but they're pretty good. And then the, the, the last one that I want to mention, because I, I've got a lot of respect for this company, and, and we're using them pretty regularly. LG Electronics has newer six-inch cell technology, and their panels are everybody's about the same as far as SunPower, Panic, and Panasonic, and LG Electronics. What I like about LG is they have a really broad selection of panels. They have AC panels, and, and SunPower does also. LG is a really, really big company. They're, they understand consumer electronics. They've got really good distribution. They have a really good brand. Now they're made in, in Korea. So, kind of looking at these companies, none of these super high-efficiency panels are made in the U.S. All right, now. What's more cost-effective are panels in kind of what I would consider the mid-range of efficiency, 17 to maybe 20% efficiency. Lots of good companies here. And I'm just going to focus on the ones that are being sold popularly in the U.S., like Canadian Solar, Boviet Solar, Trina Solar, Jinko Solar, Hanwha Q-Cells. What's the difference among these companies? Almost none. They're all really big. They're almost all Chinese-made. Hanwha is owned by a Korean company, but many of the panels are made by a company called Solarfront in China. So almost all Chinese-made. Quality is really good. They're making these things in enormous quantities. They have similar designs, similar appearances, similar warranties. And, you know, my advice, pretty much buy these things based on price. I mean, if, if you want a panel that looks all black, make sure you get all black panels. If you want something that's you got plenty of space, just make sure you get a good, reliable panel. And I've personally visited almost all of these factories over the past dozen years or so. And it's pretty impressive when you see how these almost totally automated factories are compared to the factories I saw 12 years ago. They've, they've gotten much, much better. And the reliability of the products have gotten better also. They're making them in such big quantities. There's, you know, humans only basically touch them to put them in a box. Now, we talked about the best companies. Well, what are the worst companies? Well, I don't like to, t- to talk negatively about some of these companies because they strive really hard to make a great reliable products, you know, in the past, um, new technology, new manufacturing processes, but sometimes the technology or the company's finances just didn't work out. So I kind of look back and say, hey, you know, what companies were making solar panels that had really high failure rates? Well, just a few. I mean, the most recent one is Ceneva. They're a U.S. company, but they were kind of making cells in Georgia. They were shipping them to China. They were assembling them in modules there. They're shipping them back. Quality wasn't that good. Ceneva's bankrupt now. They're getting liquidated. BP Solar, big oil company, made panels uh, 15, 10 years ago. Pretty good, but they were using subcontractors and they had problems with the junction boxes. And other companies like LDK and some others are gone. I went to their factories years ago and it was just like not as spick and span as, and, and not as well automated as some of the others. Now, some companies made good products, but they just had an overhead structure that was too high or their manufacturing process was too high, like Solar World. I mean, they went bankrupt. Germany went bankrupt. US, US business went bankrupt. Just sold out to SunPower. Products are, are pretty good. And they had warranty problems, but they really did a good job kind of making good on it. And then some companies had new technologies that just didn't pan out. 
A couple of them that really, you know, I, I remember Unisolar and Dow Chemical. Unisolar made these peel and stick panels. Dow Chemical made solar shingles. Both of these were BIPV, or Building Integrated Photovoltaics. And I have to kind of take a look back over the past 20 years or so that I've been in the solar industry. BIP, BIPV category, Building Integrated Photovoltaics, very, very tricky, very dangerous, expensive, but none, absolutely none of the products have succeeded so far on a long-term basis. Every single company that I can think of has gone out of business, and valiantly, companies are still trying to do this. Tesla's one of them. Hopefully, it'll work out, but it's just a tricky category because the demands of a BIP product are much more significant than the demands of a, a tempered glass aluminum frame crystalline module on the roof. So it's going to be harder to make those things work for long term. <laughs> you know, BP Solar made a nice BIPV shingle, but when they stopped working, people had these shingles on the roof. They can't replace it because BP's not making them anymore. And they're not working. So the whole solar system on the roof is gone. You can't, re unless you were to re-roof your roof or, more realistically, just put regular solar panels over the defunct BIPV panels. So bottom line, except for some of these disasters that happen, mostly in the BIPV category, you're, almost all the solar panels that you can buy from major manufacturers, big companies, are going to work for 25 years. So don't sweat it. Okay, now let's talk about reliability. Now, pretty much all the solar panels look the same, work the same, have the same 25-year warranties. And there's lots of anecdotal data and undocumented manufacturer claims about this panel's going to put out more energy over a 25-year period, and this one's more reliable. Some manufacturers claim longer warranties. I, I have a rule of thumb that I work by. The longevity of the company is inversely proportional to the length of the warranty. I've seen co solar companies offer 50-year warranties or lifetime warranties. Some would claim less degradation, way less. Well, you know, my, my experience... That's usually a red flag that they're using some marketing gimmick to sell the product instead of something reality. So these are just claims. Look at the reliable third-party data that, that shows one of these solar panels is better than the other. It doesn't. It almost doesn't exist. What I look at are the UL listings, standard test condition results. There's also called the PVUSA test conditions. And I look at the price. And as long as it's a major manufacturer, that's kind of how I decide. And they pretty much all put out the same amount of energy over a 25-year period. So how do you decide? Well, I used to say that buy the solar panels from the biggest companies, and that's a good way to ensure long-term reliability. And I'm talking about the biggest solar companies. But when I looked at the actual data, I realized that I was wrong. Apollo Mintz at SPV Market Research does a great job of kind of ranking some of these top tens. And other companies also rank the top 10 solar module manufacturers. And I, I kind of like to compare the top 10 in 2001, with the top 10 in 2010, with the top 10 in 2018 or 2017. We're looking at 2017 data. That's the last, uh, most recent. So in 2017, I'm just going to kind of go down this list. You probably only heard of a few of these companies. Of the top 10 worldwide solar panel manufacturers, Jinko Solar, Trina Solar, Canadian Solar, JA Solar, Hanwha Q-Cells, GCL, Longi Solar, Ryzen, Shunfang slash Suntech, and Yingli. Nine out of 10 of these companies are based in China. China. One of them, Hanwha, manufacturers in China, but the headquarters in Korea. So all the biggest manufacturers are in China. Why? Because they invested a lot of money in the entire solar supply chain. They've got enormous plants. They make 4,000 megawatts, 4 gigawatts of panels a year. Nobody else in the world can kind of touch that capacity. You're going to build a factory in the U.S., a gigafactory. Nobody can do that because the Chinese have been investing in this for a dozen years, and it really is showing. Now, let's go back to 2001. Who were the top 10 manufacturers in 2001? 
Well, in 2001, the biggest manufacturer was Sharp Solar, Japanese. Second biggest was BP Solar, an oil company. Kyocera, Japanese. Shell Solar, an oil company. Astropower, a dedicated U.S. company. RWE Schott, based in Germany. ESO Photon, I think that was in Spain. Photowatt, based in France. Sanyo, another Chinese company. And Kaneka, also a Japanese company. So what's interesting is it's really changed. You probably never heard of any of these names. Significantly, none of the companies on the 2001 list is still selling panels in the U.S. in 2018. Now, you still can get the warranty protection from companies like Sharp. AstroPower's gone. A bunch of the other guys are completely gone. BP Solar is, is still there. You can see their gas stations, but good luck getting uh, warranty coverage out of them. They're pretty, pretty difficult about that. But the surprising point, and this is why I no longer consider company size to be a good indicator of quality. When you look at the transitions, it's not necessarily the size of the company that's going to mean that they're going to be around. I, I kind of right now I'm looking at other factors. We'll talk about that in a minute. So I went through the top 10 list from 2001 to 2010, 10 years of data. So over those 10 years of the top 100, of the top 10 companies, so there are 10 in each year. I had 100 data points. 51 of these top 10 companies went bankrupt, sold out, or shut down over 10 years. And you know, basically the same thing's happening if you look at how this list evolves. Wow. So not a lot of confidence that today's top 10 list indicates which ones are going to be around 10 years from now for your warranty. So I look at it from another factor. Now let's look at the today's top 10 list. 90% of these companies, 9 out of 10, headquartered in China. Han was the only exception. Chinese products, in my experience, in my, in my detailed investigations, in my visits to the factories, they make really good electronics. They make really good solar panels, the best in the world. And, you know, kind of look at, look at you know, the computer that's on my desk, my cell phone, you know, a lot of these things. They, they make electronics as well at quantity as any, anywhere else in the world. Now, a lot of these Chinese companies are now manufacturing in other areas around the world. So they have factories in Vietnam or Thailand or Malaysia because they want to get into these local markets. But most of it's in Asia. The supply chains are, are relatively short. And it's all about the manufacturing scale. So we talk about the manufacturing scale. My last visit to China I was just kind of asking, you know, how, how are, what's the scale? Well, they're making 4,000 megawatts of panels a year. The biggest manufacturers in the U.S. are making about 400 megawatts a year. And, and from a cost standpoint, this kind of blew me away. This was like, you know, four or five months ago. The cost for manufacturing a complete solar panel in China, because they've got such economies of scale and the whole supply chain's there, something in the range of 28 cents a watt. Now, and we're paying right now 60 or 70 cents a watt for these panels. And you know, that's, that's not because of shipping. It's because there's actually a couple of tariffs. There's a tariff on cells and then there's a tariff on modules. And it's just kind of difficult. We're just making it artificially expensive. And unfortunately, also, we're going to get, get into this in a sec. There's really no supplier of U.S. panels. So what's important to me? Well, what's important to me is the integrity of the company. <laughs> Sounds kind of silly, but just the, the automated process, the, the cleanliness of the factory, and the volume that they're producing, because that's going to give me an indication who's going to be around. So among the highest efficiency panels, I think you know, if you were going to put something on your roof and you wanted the top efficiency, I'd kind of go with LG and Panasonic. And another option is SunPower, but, but they're not as big as LG and Panasonic, although they make the highest efficiency. It's kind of like a Ferrari compared to, you know, 
Corvette. They're both going to go really, really fast. Now, the best deal is going to be among the medium efficiency panels. And these are panels in the 17 to 20% range. They're all made in China. The U.S. companies can't kind of touch those prices at that quality level. And I like brands like Canadian Solar. Don't be fooled by the word Canadian. They're actually based in, in Shanghai. But Canadian Solar... Boviet Solar, um, headquartered in China, manufactured in Vietnam. You know, Atrina, Jinko, JA, they're also pretty good. So I, I like those brands. If you're looking at getting the best deal on solar panels, that's the way I would go. Now, what about made in the USA panels? It's great if the panels were to be made in the USA. We're creating U.S. jobs. We make things really high quality level here. Well, the dilemma is that even with the tariffs, our manufacturing scale is so low. So there's now a 30% tariff on all imported solar panels and all imported solar cells. There's an exclusion on the first 2,500 megawatts of imported solar cells. That's a lot of solar cells. The U.S. isn't making that many solar panels. So the Companies that are assembling solar panels in the U.S. right now from high-efficiency cells imported, they can kind of get in on that 2,500 megawatt of cells. And, And the reason why they're doing that is there are no manufacturers in the U.S. of high-efficiency solar cells. That's a really tricky technology. It takes years to perfect it, and it changes every few years. So the, the U.S. companies that were making cells here, you know, whether it's Solar World or others or, or Cineva, they just couldn't keep up with the pace of technological change. So the cells are coming from overseas. There's an exclusion on 2,500 megawatts of cells. So the companies in the U.S. that are making panels here buy cells from overseas. What are the companies that are doing that? Auxin's one. They're based right here in San Jose. Seraphim's another good company. They're manufacturing in Mississippi. I've I've been to their plant. Mission Solar in Texas. They're also making panels. So those are some good companies. Solar World, based in Oregon, they they went bankrupt. They kind of went through hell. There's a lot of people that don't like Solar World because they're the ones that were behind all the tariffs, and you can count me among those people. But Solar World was recently bought by SunPower. So SunPower is going to reactivate that plant using their technology, their new cells that they're going to import, and that's going to be good. Suniva was the other big one. They went bankrupt. Oh, they're they're completely toast. Their their plants being liquidated. So, here's my advice: when you're looking at what's the best solar panel, don't go crazy trying to buy the very best solar panel. It really doesn't make a difference. It's kind of like the gas in your car. It's kind of like the engine in your car. If you want to go really really fast, you want to have the very very best of everything. Look for some of those highest efficiency products. SunPower, LG, Panasonic, really really good. If you just want to make cheap electricity on your roof, then the medium efficiency products from companies like Boviet, Canadian, Trina, Jinko, they're really, really good. The most important piece of advice is find an installer you can really trust. They'll give you this great scoop. Look at their references and talk to their customers who have had a system for at least one year, because then you can kind of find out if they're really honest about what they're advising as far as system size and energy output. The reality is when you're looking at the price of an installation, the installer's direct labor and overhead expenses and customer acquisition costs are far and away the biggest factors in the cost for your system. Big installers, the national installers, they have highest overhead. Their costs are always going to be higher than the smaller local installers. The panel manufacturer doesn't make that big a difference. I mean, you know, if you really, really look at it between the the low efficiency, the high efficiency, it's only going to be maybe $2,000 for most systems. Now, if you're going for the absolute top efficiency LG or sun power panels, you may pay four or $5,000 more for a system. I would just go with the medium efficiency if you've got the roof space. Here's an important fact, and this this is reality. I can't remember. In almost 20 years of doing rooftop installations all over the country, I can't remember a single customer 
who was unhappy with the solar panels that they bought ever. They put the system in. Their electric bill goes to zero. They're on that metering. They see what they kind of end up with. The systems work, 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 work. Yeah, you know what's going to go wrong? The inverter, after 10 or 15 years, that has to get replaced. No big deal. We, you know, They expect it. But they're happy with the solar panels they got, whether it's after one month or 10 years. They've completely forgotten about what they have on their roof as long as they're producing electricity. And the panels almost never fail. So spend your money on a quality installation from an established local contractor. You're going to get better service and you're most likely going to get a lower, lower price. And, you know, just don't sweat which panels you're going to get. Trust your installer. Okay, that's all the time we have on this week's Energy Show. And thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. And if you missed any of today's show, you can always go to our website at cinnamon.energy and listen to the podcasts.